Welcome to the Employee Safety Podcast from Alert Media. We provide business professionals with insights and ideas for protecting their people from the vast array of threats facing organizations today. Each week, you'll hear advice and best practices from an experienced safety leader. Here's your host, Peter Steinfeld. The Employee Safety Podcast is grateful that so many of you are veterans, military spouses, or are currently serving in the armed forces. This Veterans Day, we want to honor you and all those who serve our country by highlighting the incredible work of hiring our heroes. For more than a decade, this organization has helped transitioning service members, veterans, and military spouses and caregivers find meaningful careers. Here to help us learn more about the untapped potential of military community talent is Crystal Cochran, Military Spouse and Senior Director of Programs and Events at Hiring Our Heroes. Crystal describes how hiring former military personnel can strengthen your organization and improve company-wide inclusivity. Let's get into the conversation. Crystal, it's really great to have you with us. Can we start with just a quick overview of Hiring Our Heroes and its mission? Absolutely, we can. First and foremost, Hiring Our Heroes is part of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. We were founded by them as their nonprofit arm over 11 years ago. And um, we focus on connecting the military community with companies to create economic opportunity and uh, a strong and diversified workforce. So we do that through partnership building. We do that through grassroots engagement. Um, and we specifically focus on a variety of different types of programs and events. So things like hiring events, uh, fellowships, and digital programs that focus on career transition or re-entering the workforce for our military community. Now, there's a lot of people going in and out of the military on a routine basis, so it sounds like there's an incredible need there. Can you give us just a, a bit of an idea of how many people you've helped? Uh, I'd love to. Uh, looking at just 2021 alone, we were able to reach more than 41,000 military-connected job seekers. Uh, and that's pretty typical for us year over year. So we expect to serve more than that this year. We have both in-person and virtual events. And we have literally tens of thousands of service members, of veterans and military spouses who are attending those events. In addition to that, we have our fellows programs. So this year, we'll have over 2,800 fellows going through our fellows programs, which will uh, put us well over 8,000 total fellows who've been part of those programs. Those are really incredible numbers. And as you think about the total number of people leaving the military each year, how many do you really think take advantage of your services? It's such a great question. There's really about 200,000 transitioning service members departing the military each year. So, uh, you know, we have over 40,000 of the military community that are reaching out to us. Many of those are transitioning service members. I would say more than half of them are transitioning service members, but certainly it takes a village. We're a big tent organization. So we know that this is not a mission that we can take on on our own. So there are definitely others in this space who are doing great work at assisting our transitioning service members. That's great. Um, I've talked to a lot of folks who have transitioned from the public to the private sector, folks that work for the Secret Service, FBI, law enforcement, the military. And I know there's a lot of challenges. It's a different way of looking at the world. They're completely different institutions. So what are some of the challenges that veterans experience while transitioning from the military service to civilian employment specifically? 
like many of us, one of the biggest challenges is the unknown. Nobody likes the unknown. And for military who are transitioning, they're generally unsure of how or where their skills translate. You know, how does this job translate to a civilian job? Or what are the other opportunities open to me? Maybe I did a job in the military. I'm not looking to go down that same path again. Um, They really need somebody to peel back the curtain and help them understand the civilian side. The other piece that I think is really, really important to mention is the lack of a civilian network. When we start talking with our military about who's in their network, it's almost always their peers. It's people who are in that community. So they don't have a peer network outside of that community to lean on, which is how most people get their jobs. Many of our younger veterans, especially, have never had to create a resume or they've never had to do a job interview. So this is all really new and they need some assistance with building those skills. Um, By the way, I think it's important to add that for female veterans, the challenges are even greater. They have a tougher time with transition, generally speaking, which shows up in higher unemployment and underemployment rates. They are more likely to feel socially isolated. And there's, of course, the gender pay gap. They also tend to be primary caretakers of children. So they're facing a lot of the challenges that most adult women are facing in their careers, in addition to the challenges of being a new veteran. Do you tend to start engaging with people while they're still in the military or only after they've exited? We absolutely do. In fact, um, as an example, our career summits are uh, a combination of professional development, career exploration, and a hiring fair. And we encourage transitioning service members uh, about two to three years out to be participating in these events so that they can start thinking through those pieces and those questions and start some backwards planning to understand um, where they're headed and how they're going to get there. That's really great. I thought you were going to say maybe two to three months out, but two to three years out, that's that's so smart. That's fantastic. Absolutely. Two to two to three months out is way, way too late in the game. Um, and, and there's a lot at stake there, right? They're generally moving. There's families associated with them. There's spouses and children that need to be settled. And really, the last thing we want is for there to be a gap between their military career and their civilian career. So we want them to be thinking far out about what the next steps look like. And also, not just how to get a job, but to get to the job that's right for them. So really be thinking about fit and what the next steps in their career look like. Well, speaking of fit, what are some of the ways that an organization can benefit from hiring veterans? Veterans bring a unique skill set to the table because of their military service. They certainly bring discipline. I think everybody's understanding that. But also, many companies haven't thought through that they're bringing technical training with them. They've experienced world-class technical training that allows them to lead and to work in teams really, really well. They know how to act on their feet. They know how to solve problems. In short, they show a lot of leadership in organizations, initiative, just generally follow through. Um, They're really, really highly accountable additions to a team. All good qualities to have. But what would you further say to someone who has, let's say, trepidations or hesitations about employee veterans joining their team? It certainly happens. I think we've made a lot of progress on that over the last 10 years, but there tends to still be some misconceptions there. And employers often do view and appreciate our veterans as heroes, but there's also a storyline associated with that sometimes that um, translates to them as being broken. And in addition to that, they don't understand the skills or abilities or where they fit into the organization. 
So, you know, what I would say to somebody who's nervous is don't do it because it's the right thing to do. It is, of course, but that's not why you do it. You do it because it makes good business sense. You do it because veterans are highly skilled, because veterans will strengthen your team. And they also, by the way, bring really high levels of diversity. And we're in a time right now where people are rightfully very focused on adding diversity to their team to get to that better team. And veterans bring, you know, really high levels of diversity. For instance, in our fellows programs, 44% of the veterans participating in those programs identify as a racial minority. Now, do you continue to work with them once they've gotten that job or is that when you stop? Well, generally speaking, once they've gotten the job, they engage with us a whole lot less. But what we're happy to, we really see ourselves as an ongoing resource for them in their careers. So once they've gotten to that next job, it might not be the right fit, or they may need some upskilling or reskilling that we can help them connect to. Or in two or three years, it might be, you know, they might be looking for another role, or it might be their spouse who's looking to engage with us. So there's a lot of different opportunities there, but we really focus on the entire family, the entire military community. So our services extend not only to transitioning service members, but of course, to military spouses and to veterans. Well, let's talk about spouses more because they are often overlooked. So what are some of the challenges that they face when looking for employment? During their spouse's military time, during transition and after, the top challenge that we see with our military spouses is the lack of a network. We tend to send military spouses to live in places where they don't have any connection. They don't have a professional or personal connection to that space. They also have frequent moves. They're often living in rural areas where job prospects may be fewer and narrower, um, and certainly their professional ties are weaker. So all of that really is the perfect storm. And frankly, that leads to an unemployment rate that hovers at around 22%. Um, for reference, that's that's higher than during the Great Depression, um, and it's nearly six times higher than the average for all adult women. Wow, those are big numbers. Certainly something that should be concentrated on to see if we can improve that and bring that number down. So with that in mind, how can hiring military spouses help improve a workforce? Why would you want to hire someone who is a former military spouse? Again, I would come back to don't do it because it's the right thing to do. Do it because it strengthens your team. Military spouses are resilient leaders who have diverse perspectives, and they are often an untapped talent pool. As we've had a massive uh, worker shortage most recently, about five and a half million more um, jobs open than there are workers seeking work. Our employers are looking for those untapped pools of talent and military spouses is most certainly one of them. They also, because of their lifestyle, tend to be really adaptable, resilient, and of course, loyal because once somebody takes that risk and hires them, they want to stay with them for as long as they possibly can and be really productive and have a growth opportunity on that team. In addition to that, I would say, you know, research tells us that military spouses tend to be higher educated than their civilian counterparts. In a recent survey, that we did, we found that 75% of respondents had at least a four-year degree, many, many, many of them having master's degrees in addition to that. And more than 80% had already pursued additional training or additional education to essentially make themselves as flexible and capable as they possibly could. Yeah, I think loyalty, resiliency, and adaptability are huge traits that any employer would love to have <laughs> for someone on their staff. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, talking a little bit more about you, I know that you spent a significant amount of time with the Army Community Service. What inspired you to want to support service members so much? Oh, thank you so much for asking that question. I met my husband on the first day of college, and we went through our four years of college together, kind of dreaming about our futures, dreaming about our careers, dreaming about who we would be. And uh, coming out of college, we got married, and uh, I became a military spouse. And there were a lot of lessons learned very, very quickly. And to be completely honest, I learned to lower my expectations of myself, of my career, of what I was going to be able to accomplish in my career. I understood very quickly that my career would always come second to my husband's in that he had volunteered himself for service. And when a service member does that, they're really volunteering the entire family. And so in that transition, I discovered that it was a real challenge for military spouses to reinvent themselves at every move. And that's not really what's kept me working in this employment space as much as the fact that that was more than 20 years ago and the situation hasn't changed. It hasn't changed for those military spouses that we're working with now, whether they're spouses of active duty service members, whether they're spouses of separated or retired service members, they're still facing those challenges. And we still have an unemployment rate of 22%, which is to say nothing of the underemployment rate, the jobs that our military spouses are taking because they have limited time and limited opportunities. And so that's really what it is for me. That's what keeps it so personal. For me. Well, can you tell a specific story about helping a military veteran or spouse that left an impression on you personally? You know, our team at Hiring Our Heroes is around about 100 people. It's about 75% of them are military spouses, and the rest are mostly veterans. We've got a couple of military kids, a couple of civilians. Working with them daily with the team has left a really strong impression on me. So let me give you a couple of examples that are on our team directly. Stephanie Murphy was a military spouse for over 20 years through more than a dozen moves in that 20 years. And her wow. career was always secondary to her husband's. And her resume reflected that. And since coming on our team, she has been promoted twice and leads one of our strongest programs. In addition to that, I would offer up uh, Lauren Wagner, who is an experienced professional with an MBA who's stationed overseas in Germany. And for those who have any experience with that, they know that legally there are very few employment opportunities for military spouses who are stationed overseas. So we were thrilled to have her join our team. And she's been essential as the initial face of HOH for our spouse candidates. The last person I really want to highlight as somebody who inspires me is Brian Alvarado. Brian was a Navy spouse whose husband recently retired from service. Brian and his husband lived through the years of don't ask, don't tell. And when that was repealed, he became a relentless advocate for military spouses and military families and is now the director of our military spouse programs. So when I look for inspiration, I don't have to look far. My motivation is most definitely our team. Wow, that's fantastic. Great stories. Thank you for sharing those. What are some of the other new programs or initiatives at Hiring Our Heroes that you'd like to share with our listeners? 
I'll share a couple that are um, top of mind right now. One of them is our Amplify program because we spent some time talking about military spouses, and that is a two-day career intensive that's offered in person in locations across the country, as well as virtually for those who are in remote locations. And this is really focused on career change or career reentry to really bolster that professional development, prepare their resumes, provide them mentorship beef up their LinkedIn pages so that they feel prepared for the next steps, which often are our programs. They can be our fellowship programs or our hiring events, but it really prepares them and gives them that, that confidence to step into those programs and events. Another one that we're really, really excited about is through a partnership with Google. Google has provided us with a large five-year grant that provides a full pathway from upskilling to direct connections to employers. So that's a program that's open to transitioning service members. It's open to military spouses as well as veterans. And they have the opportunity to choose a uh, Google career certificate of their choice. There are six different ones. The most popular ones are data analytics and project management. And they study those on their own. They complete the certificate, and then they have the opportunity to be directly connected to employers through our team, through either hiring events, through fellowships, through all of our, um, our programs and events. So it is really sort of this full funnel that provides the upskilling and reskilling that might be needed to get to the next stage in their career. And we find this to be so important right now because we hear employers saying over and over that the four-year degrees are not necessarily hitting the mark for all of their roles. They're really asking over and over again for hard skills and they need you know, skills to be changing on a regular basis because technology is moving so fast. So this gives people the opportunity to upskill, reskill really quickly, show the initiative, show their learning, and then be hired by employers. And the final one is, uh, you know, very closely tied to that, which is our Salesforce program through a partnership with Salesforce, which, by the way, is not a, a sales tool in any kind of way. It's it's the largest uh, data management tool across the United States. Through that program, our entire military community, again, transitioning service members, military spouses and veterans can go online with Salesforce and complete a certification of their choosing that makes them really, really marketable in that ecosystem. Once they've completed that, they come to us, we can connect them to a fellowship with a company that's looking for exactly those skills. Absolutely amazing program. The program has a 95% job offer rate at the end of the program. The average salary coming out of it right now is 94%. And the the kicker of it all is that it's entirely virtual. So somebody who's transitioning out of the military, say in the capital region where I live and doesn't love the traffic or doesn't love the cost of living there and wants to move back to Texas because they're from Texas and the cost of living is a little bit more affordable, takes that job with them. And wherever their family's headed, they have this great skill set and a great job in hand. Well, those are phenomenal resources that you offer what are the top things you tell folks to make sure they're successful or set themselves up for success during the transition? First of all, they just really want to be doing their research. They want to start getting you know, involved in uh, the civilian side of the house. They want to start thinking about what 
is that next step for them? Not just what can they do, but what do they want to do? There's a high number of veterans who change jobs in their first year, year and a half post-military because they often either took the first job that was offered to them or they hadn't necessarily thought through what was the right role for them. So really thinking through that, as part of that, the military has a program called SkillBridge. And we are a SkillBridge provider. We're the, the, we're the Department of Defense's largest SkillBridge provider. What this program allows transitioning service members to do is to participate in fellowships or internships or educational opportunities during their last six months in the service. So they're doing this still on active duty while they're still receiving their paycheck from the Department of Defense. And the purpose is exactly that, to give them the opportunity to upskill, to reskill, to connect to employers, and to have opportunities to think about that next career step before they're even out of the military. And what that is really leading to is is closing the gap on that time between their military career and their civilian career. That program has a really, really high placement rate with over 80% of our fellows having job offers at the end of the program, and and they're strong. The, The salary averages are really, really high. But sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes what they find from their fellowship is, I thought this was the perfect company career role for me, and it isn't at all what I was looking for. It, during that time, we spend a lot of time working with them to connect them to other employers as well and build those networks and really build bridges around them so that they're in a better position to make those choices and still take those next steps in their career. Oh, that's great. So it sounds like just in general, don't stick your head in the sand. Think about the future. <laughs> start planning, start bridging those skills and start networking. 100%. Well, for organizations that want to prioritize hiring veterans and military spouses, how can they get involved? I would give two really straightforward hints here. The first is tap into your internal veteran resource groups. If you don't have one, get one started. Find out where your veterans are inside of your organization. Bring them together. Your veterans and as well as your spouses on your team, they really understand the military and how and where to be able to tap into that talent as well as retain the talent once they're on the team. The second is reach out to us. You know, honestly, as a nonprofit, I want to remind everyone that there's no charge to participate in any of our programs. So, you know, come to our website or reach out to me or anybody on the team and say, where do I plug in? You know, if you want to attend a hiring fair as an employer, there's no charge for that. You just have to know that they're out there and get on the list. If you want to host fellows who are transitioning service members or military spouses, there's no charge to do that. You just have to have jobs that are available that are a great fit for them. So, you know, reach out to us. This is really what we do. And I'll come back to that. We're part of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. So we're all about connecting American business and giving them the tools and resources. And working with employers is a really important part of the job and the work we do. Well, Crystal, thank you so much for being here and sharing the incredible mission and impact of hiring our heroes. I had no idea how big of an organization you guys had over there and all the different things that you offer. It really is just truly fantastic. Thanks so much for the invitation, Peter. Really appreciate it. And thanks for shining a spotlight on our veterans and military spouses in the workforce. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. And just to make sure people know how to get in touch with you, what is your website? Great question. www.hiringourheroes.org. Perfect. Thank you. 
Thanks again for joining us for this special Veterans Day episode. Please subscribe, rate, and review the Employee Safety Podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast player. And please spread the word to others you think would enjoy it. Happy Veterans Day and have a safe week. Thank you for listening to the Employee Safety Podcast from Alert Media, the industry's most intuitive emergency communication and threat intelligence solution. To learn more about how to protect your people and business during critical events, visit alertmedia.com. Until next time.